0: Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. Well, the International Court of Justice at the UN has come up with their ruling about Israel-Hamas war. It was a rather balanced decision. They have asked Israel to ensure that there is precautions made that there will be no genocide and asked the Palestinians, or Hamas, to return the hostages, which would be nice, because if they hadn't taken hostages in the first place, none of this would have happened. I do not see that they have requested that Hamas refrain from any genocidal talk, but Israel is told to punish anyone who is promoting genocide against the Palestinians. As Benjamin Netanyahu pointed out, they are trying to minimize civilian casualties and keep them out of harm's way while Hamas is using civilians as human shields. The court has said that they're requiring Hamas to return all hostages Without conditions. Unfortunately, though, the UN has no power to enforce any ruling that they come up with. So it looks like things will continue on as they have been. That's the great tragedy of what is happening with the Palestinians. They are stuck there. And why? Is the West stopping them? Or Israel? Not particularly. It is Egypt. You may have noticed that early on was, and up till now, has been being very strict in who is allowed across the the border into, into Egypt. You want to make sure that anyone who goes into Egypt immediately goes out to a third country. Have you ever wondered why the Arab world is not taking Palestinian refugees? Well, there are some people, like the Iranian government, who want them to stay there, to continue to be a thorn in the side of Israel that they cannot be directly. And all of the countries are wanting to be limiting who crosses the Rafah border crossing because they remember what has happened uh, when... Palestinian refugees were in Lebanon, in Egypt, in Jordan, and the civil unrest that ensued. Why would a government welcome that into their country? Of course, the vast majority of them are peaceful. But we've seen that it only takes a handful of the population to take out the twin towers or to cause a whole war in uh, Israel to create chaos. And what border security agent is going to guarantee that they aren't going to make a mistake 0.1% of the time and not catch the few hidden terrorists among many average Palestinians, especially when there's crowds of them crossing a border? And how are they going to say, yes, this whole family can have refugee status in this country except for that cousin? And how many families have that one cousin who's completed terrorist training, whether he has committed any terror act in the past or not, if he may in the future? A few weeks ago, there was a Hamas leader who was assassinated in Lebanon. The media blamed Israel, blamed the U.S. for it until ISIS claimed responsibility for it. Then media went silent. Border security can't just stop people who have already been suicide bombers, naturally. But how are they going to predict who will be the next one? Another recent news item about the UN recently is that several countries have stopped funding the UNRA relief effort in Palestine because it's recently come to light that a few of their members have been accused of participating in October 7th in the attack and hostage-taking. Now, the UN says it would be irresponsible of countries to not support thousands of workers for the sake of a few. But it does only take a few. And how many collaborators have been undermining the whole effort there that Israel has been trying to remove terrorists? Did these workers know about the tunnels, etc., under the hospitals and arms caches, that may even be the main reason that they were there, was to support the militants. This highlights the difficulty that the Israeli army has in identifying the enemy as they're trying to keep civilians out of harm's way. Who is a civilian? Yes, thousands of civilians have been killed, and not one soldier, because no one is identifying as a soldier. They're identifying as UN staff workers, hospital workers, all kinds of things. They went across the border, took hostages, and then they came back and continued their work with their colleagues, with their families. And how are the army going to separate one from the other? As in any other street-to-street uh, combat, it is very difficult to pinpoint one target. And, of course, you know that at any moment a Hamas militant may have spotted you, so you can't waste time. And, of course, the responsibility of any leader is, yes, you want to minimize collateral damage, but preserve your own team is your priority. And war is nasty business. We need to pray that it all ends soon. I'm telling you all of this because it's easy to just pick out the good guys and the bad guys, which is what mainstream media tends to do. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. These are the ones you should support. and These are the ones that you shouldn't support. But it's not always black and white, as those nasty Israelis are beating up on the poor Palestinians. Jesus told us that we need to be very careful how we speak about other people. And it was this kind of picking good guys and bad guys that he was warning against, making these kind of judgments. So I'm talking about this because if we make unrighteous judgments... It makes it more difficult for us to have discernment about the next issue that comes up in our personal lives when we have to decide what is the correct course of action to take. And we don't want unforgiveness, judgments against people to be clouding our judgment, to be hindering our spirit. Jesus died so that the poor innocent Palestinians might be saved if they accept his offer. And his offer is equally made to the Palestinian leaders who send out suicide bombers or ISIS leaders or whoever, as well as to Israeli soldiers and civilians. Christ's offer of peace is for all of us if we only accept it. Let's be bearers of good news and peace in the midst of moral confusion, chaos, and suffering. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations! You are integrating your spirit